You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I had a chance to talk with my buddy Jeff Rieger, who works at our sister station up in Detroit. 97 won the ticket. I like talking with Rieger. He's a funny dude. And I figured we were going to talk anyway. Like we were going to have a conversation about this particular game. And we were going to talk about the firings that went on in Detroit. But I wanted to get him before I put him on the air. Because I wanted to talk to him about Harbaugh. And I knew that I didn't want to eat up all of the time on the air to talk about what's happening at Michigan. But here's the reason that I wanted to talk about Harbaugh with him. There are already people lining up right now and saying, well, Jim Harbaugh would make an excellent replacement for Matt Nagy as the head coach of the Bears. I don't dismiss that out of pocket. And the reason that I don't dismiss it out of pocket is because coaching in the NFL and coaching in college are two totally different things. You don't have to worry about the procurement of talent at the NFL level. That's not your gig. All you have to do if you have a strong general manager with you is put those pieces in the right spot to be successful. What we saw with Harbaugh was he was capable of doing that at at the NFL level. He made a Super Bowl. They were right there. They almost won the Super Bowl against his brother John with Colin Kaepernick as the quarterback. But in watching the way that Jim Harbaugh has handled things at Michigan, it does leave one to wonder whether the the bloom is off the rose. Would NFL general managers really look and go, yeah, you know who we should bring in? We should bring in Jim Harbaugh. Does that excite your fan base to bring him in? And again, I wouldn't dismiss it out of hand. What's happened at Michigan, I think, has been not what everyone involved signed up for. I think a lot of the the alums, the fans of Michigan, they're not happy with the way things stand right now. He hasn't beaten Ohio State. You, you saw what happened this past week. With them in Penn State, a winless Penn State team that was hanging on for dear life in the Big Ten. He's also just been, and, and maybe it was more adorable, he's kind of always been a clown. Like, I go back to, and it's funny to me, like, I love listening to it. I think that when he did the gobble-gobble turkey thing, it's one of the funniest sound bites that I've ever heard. You're like, what are you talking about? Hold on, I'll play it for you. Any confrontations? I don't think there was ever a question there. Um, I think it's just a lot of 
gobble gobble turkey. You know? What, what is gobble gobble turkey? Just gobble 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 turkey from jive turkey gobblers, you know? It's uh just that paints a pretty good picture of it. He's always been kind of an eccentric dude. And so It, it just seems as if it's more magnified when you're also making him an educator that he he's out here doing stuff like that and not winning. All of that stuff is going to be allowed if you win games. You get to be as eccentric as you want to be. You get to be as crazy as you want to be. You get to espouse any sort of belief that you have if you win games. And he has not won the games that matter at Michigan they have not really been a national power the way that the folks there would like for them to be. And I always think this is funny. It happens every single year. The, the two programs that people for some reason desperately want back are Michigan and Texas. And they can't wait to tell you that Texas football is back. They can't wait to tell you that this is Michigan football is back and and college football is better when Texas and Michigan are good. College football been just fine without Texas or Michigan being good. Other teams end up rising up like LSU did last year. They've got their own set of problems. Serious ones that I hope are taking that people are taking a good long look at. But other teams and other programs will rise up and take their place. And, and we've all just been sitting here waiting. Just waiting. This is, this is now they've got the quarterback at Texas. This is Sam Ellinger. He's going to bring Texas football back. It's not back. When's the last time that they were legitimate contenders to win the Big 12? Like seriously, anyway, I, I'm getting away from my point. My my point is that his eccentricities are magnified when he's not winning games. And he hasn't been winning those important games. And I'm tired of that narrative just because it's Michigan. That that they're that they're going to be in the hunt. They're going to be heard from. No, they're not. Not under hardball, they're not. But should that disqualify him to be a head coaching candidate in the NFL for the the Bears or the Lions or the Jets or anyone that is looking to make a splash hire? I talked with Rieger about that. Since he covers both Michigan and the Lions, here's what he had to say when we had our conversation about gobble-gobble turkey, gobble-gobble jive turkey, Jim Harbaugh. Okay, now that we've talked about the Lions, um, what's up with Harbaugh? <laughs> well, you know, there is this belief, I don't know if I share it, but that Harbaugh is going to be the next coach of the Lions because things obviously aren't working out in Michigan. So if you look at the timing of it, Jim Harbaugh should be thanking his lucky stars because nobody's talking about the fact that he lost the 0-1-5 Penn State team and everybody's talking about Patricia and Quinn being gone. So the timing was good for Harbaugh. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was just thinking that it's oh, it's it's so funny because his name keeps popping up with the Bears too. There are a lot of people like, well, like he was a good pro coach, so it's a different thing than being a, a power five coach, and maybe he can do what he did in San Francisco for the Bears. Yeah, you know what? I have I guess I have like differing opinions, right? It's the inner struggle. So yes, obviously he did what he did with the Niners. And he was awesome with Kaepernick and awesome with Alex Smith. And, you know, you guys need a quarterback over there if you happen to get one one of these days. I happen to thought Nick Foles was going to be the guy, at least better. I was apparently wrong about that. But, yeah, I, I don't think that leaves you. I think he wouldn't have to recruit. I think he totally burns away. Like, like he, he runs so hot for the first four or five years, and then he pretty much alienates everybody. So I think going back to the NFL could make sense. I think it would make sense. I think it would save him because he wouldn't have to say he got fired at Michigan. But the other side of the coin is, Lawrence, he's not the same guy anymore. Like, if you talk to any Michigan fan or any analyst, they'll tell you, he don't look the same. He doesn't act the same. The ripping off his headset and his shirt on the sideline and throwing his clipboard across, a la Lane Kiffin, it's not there anymore. So I do wonder if he'd be up for the NFL task. There's no doubt in my mind that an NFL owner would say, cool, Harbaugh's done it before, like the Jets or the Bears or even the Lions. I get it, but I don't know if he's the same dude. He's only in his 50s, but he doesn't seem like the same guy, if that makes any sense. It looks like it's be careful what you wish for. Like you think that that's your dream job and it ends up being a right. nightmare. I, I, I don't know how Michigan fans feel, but I imagine – they're extremely disappointed with the lack of wins against Ohio State. And, and like you were saying, the lack of wins as a, as a what was it, 0-15 versus was it as an underdog? Yeah, isn't that amazing? That's insane. Yeah. And I, Michigan fans are beyond, beyond upset and frustrated. You know, it's funny because Harbaugh just talked on Monday, and he gave this ridiculous quote. And usually, you know this, you've been around coaches that get fired. Usually towards the end, they start speaking nonsense. Like Matt Patricia towards the end was talking about how he's responsible for the greatest fourth quarter play in the history of the NFL. I mean, you know, granted, Daryl Bevel was his offensive coordinator. So he threw Bevel under the bus to tell everybody that he was responsible for Malcolm Butler picking off Russell Wilson. So, right. I mean, so you say stupid stuff towards the end. Harbaugh the other day on Monday said a lot of people on the outside, all they care about is results. But we here care about the process and the process is going well. Now I'm paraphrasing, but it's a quote like that that to me signifies dude is lost. It's the end. So yeah, Michigan fans are beyond, beyond pissed. And, and you know, this the Michigan fan base is a tad arrogant. I don't need to tell you this, just a tad. They deserve, or at least think they deserve better. So the fact that you'll go out and you hire the dream hire, pay him a ton of money, and everybody already started thinking you're going to win multiple national championships, and the fact that you haven't finished higher than second in the Big Ten East, people are in dismay. Absolutely.